0: quarter till 8, joined by Amanda Moore. Oh, by the way, we had a story about the uh, construction fire at the Superdome. Um, Reports are saying it's out. Ian Ozan is checking the sources to make sure that's accurate. But before you think you're going to see the Superdome engulfed in flames, that's not the case at all. It's being reported as a small construction fire that has been extinguished. Amanda Moore joins us now, Golf Program Director for the National Wildlife Federation. Good morning, Amanda. How are you?
1: Good morning I'm good how are you
0: I'm good I hope you had a good Christmas did you
1: I did thank you you too
0: so tell me I did tell me about the mid um, mid sediment diversion we have discussed it extensively here uh, and where it stands now exactly where does the project stand
1: Well we have reached a really big milestone earlier this month the sediment diversion was issued a record of decision by the Army Corps of Engineers, which was a long-awaited moment, and that really permits and authorizes the project to advance and sets it up to move into construction.
0: Is it funded? And I don't want to get too much into the weeds on this, but I guess I'm just wondering how long between now and when ground is broken and what is in between now and that happening?
1: Great question. So. It does have funding, which is something that um, you know, is a huge deal. This is a $2 billion project. Um, the funding is not uh, – there has to be a record of decision on the funding as well. And so there's a process now that's in place. And so that comes from uh, the, the trustee implementation group um, from the Natural Resource Damage Assessment, which is getting into the weeds, but yeah, that is. is the entity from Deepwater Horizon oil spill that um, is funding the project. So they'll have a record of decision sometime in January is what the expectation is. And then there's a period of time before they actually break ground. But after that, pretty much ready to roll.
0: So let me ask you this way. Is there any doubt that this is going to happen?
1: Um, It is moving forward. The trajectory is very strong right now. I think probably the biggest hurdle was the record of decision from the Corps on Permit and and it's we have achieved that so
0: let me phrase it differently is there anything that you could foresee that could derail this or stop it
1: there of course there's a lot this is a big transformational project Mm. it's a very innovative project so it is it has been decades getting to this point and it has faced a lot of obstacles along the way because there's a lot of impacts there's a lot of change that's going to happen and so, uh, so the fact that it's, you know, going under such scrutiny, there's been decades of study by scientists and engineers to tee this project up to make sure that we're confident, that we know that this is the best chance that we have to restore the coast and sustain the coast in Louisiana. And so there's a lot of confidence from the agencies and from everybody involved in terms of decision making that this is ready to move forward.
0: Talk about the genesis of that if you will Amanda because you know we've been talking about it extensively in 2022 but you say decades when when was this concept first uh, envisioned and then uh, take us through the steps I guess if you will.
1: So what I've heard is that this thing was about 40 years or so that folks have really been talking about it. It was called it had different names. At one point, it was called the Myrtle Grove Diversion. That's where it's located in Plaquemines Parish, mm-hmm. um, and then it has changed over the years. Um, there was a concept that had um, a lot of work put put toward it. It was in um, the 2012 master plan. I think was the first time it was in officially in the master plan for Louisiana. Uh, it was a foundational project for the master plan, and then it. Um, it has been continually studied by the state, by the Army Corps. When Deepwater Horizon happened and there was a, you know, ground zero for injuries to um, the coast was right there in the Barataria Bay area. And so this was put forward. This was a funding source coming from Deepwater Horizon. And they were able to um, to get everything lined up for this project. There's been independent commi- um You know, committees that have worked on this, independent science, and and just so much review and scrutiny has gone into this project. So, very exciting to be able to get right to construction.
0: Let me take a break. I'll pick it up here when we come back. Amanda Moore is our guest. She's the golf program director for the National Wildlife Federation. That Amanda, how did you phrase it, a core what? The core gave it its what?
1: It's a record of decision, so Wait. it permits, authorizes the project to move forward.
0: It would be fair to call that the giant final step?
1: Um, if you don't, the fund, it's the biggest, probably the biggest hurdle. The funding is next, but um, I think this was the big one.
0: Biggest hurdle. Okay, 750. More when we come back, 504 260 If you have any questions or comments, that's the Oakland Hart Jeweler Talk and Text Line. It's open, 751 now. Time for traffic, WWL. 754, Tommy Tucker, WWL, back with Amanda Moore, our golf program director for the National Wildlife Federation, talking about the Mid Barataria sediment diversion. If you will, Amanda, talk about Neptune Pass for people that don't know what that is and how that could serve. Because one thing I, I noticed if you look at the pictures of Neptune Pass and then you look at the projections for the Mid Barataria sediment diversion, they look a lot alike. One of them is man made, Neptune Pass was done by nature. Uh, talk about that, if you will.
1: So Neptune Pass is a really exciting development. Um, I think it started forming in around 2016. There was a cut, and then it started widening up. And by 2019, it was pretty large. In um, a couple of years, it was um, delivering massive amounts of sediment and fresh water and onto the other side of the river from where Mubarateria is uh, on the Breton side, Breton Sound area. Um, and it um, is, well, we've been studying that. Um, the Army Corps wanted to close that up, um, and so we have been working with them and, and using independent science to go out and make assessment and figure out what's going on out there, um, and we, we believe and we're pretty sure that the um, Neptune Pass, you know, the Corps would say, well, a lot of that's just scouring out the channel and filling in Quarantine Bay and Bay Denise, Um, but what we're seeing is that the the river is, is, um, very likely it's delivering sediment into those areas as well. And you're seeing a lot of, if you go out in Bay Denise, um, right off of Neptune Pass, this is, you know, the river is reconnected to the wetlands and it's absolutely gorgeous. It's thriving. It's vibrant. You have quarantine Bay that's getting shallower and shallower at the outfall. Um, and so you're seeing, and, and I've been out there standing on it. Walking around, um, it's it's amazing to see that happen. So, yes, so that's on the other side of the river from where Midbarataria is. And it's a little bit further down as well. Um, And so Midbarataria is further up in the basin, which is a good place to have these diversions. And and Midbarataria has been sited in a way – it's actually going to be a lot more efficient in the way that it captures and delivers sediment. So you have Neptune Pass. That's As you said, it's natural. It's doing its own thing. It's amazing. These are things that we should definitely capitalize on and take advantage of for restoring the coast. But mid is engineered and studied and it's cited in such a way that it's going to deliver even more sediment than what you're getting from Neptune Pass. in an area that really is already pretty shallow, and so it should be a really efficient way to build land and sustain marsh.
0: I spoke to Jimmy Pullman. Twenty years ago about the Mississippi River Gulf Outlet, Mr. Go. And you know, it's hard to believe sometimes, Amanda, that Katrina happened in two thousand five, which is coming up on seventeen years ago, and there's gonna be a group of adults soon that weren't even around when Katrina happened, let alone uh, know the history of Mr. Go and Mississippi River Gulf Outlet. But twenty years ago they told me what was gonna happen. Well, this is even more than that, maybe twenty five years ago. It was ten years before Katrina. What was going to happen if a hurricane ha- should approach from that area, and yep. it did, and, and exactly what they said happened. So, along those yep. lines, you've also been involved with the Mister Go restoration, correct? Where does that stand?
1: That also, I mean, my goodness! In the in a couple of weeks, Louisiana had some gigantic strides um, in their coastal program and Mister um, Go. One was the record of decision for a bit barrier, and then the other was that the Congress um, clarified the cost share for implementing the Mr. Go Ecosystem Restoration Plan, which has been essentially sitting on a shelf for a decade, um, waiting for a decision to be made on who's going to pay for implementation. And so they got a decision. It was 100 percent federal um, payment. And so now the work begins to move forward. With restoration, the restoration plan out there, the state has been moving forward with um, different funding sources because it's a priority area, but um, they are uh, now they have a lot more momentum because it's been a huge hurdle um is figuring out the cost share, so that is ready to move forward too so exciting 2023 ahead
0: so the environmental part has already been decided the legal part was what was left and the liability part and that has been determined correct
1: it has and so there's there's still some steps you know i mean i think that there's a lot the state and the core and the stakeholders in the area um have to all work together to figure out you know what the next exact next steps are but That's heading in the right direction right now.
0: Thank you. Happy New Year, Amanda. Uh, Golf program director for the National Wildlife Federation. Thank you. Somebody texted in.